Dr. Michael Roizen. Dr. Michael Roizen. You, the Owner's Manual Radio Show. You're listening to You, the Owner's Manual Radio Podcast and Radio MD, iHeart, or wherever you download us from. Thank you for doing that. This is 1169A. The A's are always the latest medical news of the week and what it means to you. The headline story, and this is a Roizen rule for a younger you, a new twist for the wrist, and what it means to you. Colchicine for gout flare-up prevention, obesity-related heart disease triple since 1999. That's our odd omega story. Night owls may be at greater risk of diabetes than early birds. That's the wellness for play story. And a second wellness for play is dementia risk rises as activity rates fall. Another of my favorites, no name on this one, low-dose aspirin cuts diabetes risk. And probably one that I may have mentioned last week, cancer death rates drop. 33% since 2010. And let's get to them. The sponsors, of course, longevityplaybook.com, where you can find all the information. It's like having me in your pocket to help guide you. And lifesfirstnaturals.com, the makers and providers of true biotics and bovine colostrum, two things I take. You can go to their website and see the randomized double-blind studies, or you can go to longevityplaybook.com and go to the library and see why we recommend both of those. Well, the big story, the wrist temperature. That's right. It's a new twist. Your body's daily biorhythms have an important effect on you. Obviously, sleep, et cetera, is governed a lot by our biorhythms, and we talk about in What to Eat When and on the Longevity Playbook about the fact that you are more metabolically active early in the day, and a calorie isn't a calorie isn't a calorie, a calorie in the morning about 0.9 calories, a calorie in the evening about 1.1 calories. And that's due to what happens to insulin resistance during the day, a biorhythm. Well, it turns out you have a biorhythm for temperature as well. It's different for each person. But it turns out the lack of that biorhythm or the change in that and the decrease in it predicts 470 different diseases. In this study out of the University of Pennsylvania School of Medicine that looked at it in the UK database and found That, for example, the decrease in the temperature biorhythm that you normally have is associated with a 70% increased risk of fatty liver disease and of type 2 diabetes, a 23% increased development of high blood pressure and of kidney failure. So this is a temperature biorhythm And they've got a website for it. Temperature Biorhythm Atlas is their website. And you can find out about your daily biorhythm and what it means by going there and looking at 
Temperature Biorhythm Atlas. I think it is a .org, but in any case, it is a really groundbreaking new study on something that your wrist can do. And by the way, many of the wrist, what you would call wrist watches or wrist devices now pick up and now do detect body temperature. Colchicine, yes, it's effective not at decreasing inflammation, not only inflammation in general, but inflammation for your heart and brain. And now it also, of course, was used for gout flare-ups and is as effective as any of the newer drugs. Obesity-related heart deaths have tripled since 1999. This is a horrible story. That is, if you look at it, something on the order of 40% of all heart-related deaths are associated that obesity is the major predominant. Another 30%, it's a contributing factor. So being thin as we get older, key And I believe, as you know, that the GLP-1 and GIPs have a great benefit in this aspect in that they may help us control obesity. We'll need the long-term studies. We'll need to look more at the side effects over time. But right now, it looks like they are a great benefit. The cost... I think the cost will have to come down. We can't have something that only the rich can afford that is truly beneficial. So either insurance companies are going to have to start covering it, which I think is will happen when the price comes down and it needs to come down considerably. I hope it does. And that, by the way, is... Our Odd Omega story of the week, the longevity is the next disruptor segment. You got it. That was the segment where we talked about, and we're going to have another one of those segments, but it was the segment where we talked about the wrist temperature and the diurnal rhythm of that. Quick story, fitter folks need fluor antidepressant medicines, well, you know that exercise is a very strong antidepressant. The next story is about night owls. We have circadian rhythm, and some people like to stay up at night. Well, they develop insulin resistance just like everybody else. And that insulin resistance, since they eat at night, means that they're more likely to develop type 2 diabetes, how much more likely? It was 20% more likely than people who are not night owls. That's from the nurse's health study. Low-dose aspirin cuts diabetes risk by about 25%, just one dose a day. I believe in two doses, obviously, because one dose does do a lot of things, but two doses since inflammation, the anti-inflammatory effect lasts only 18 hours in most people, and you want the anti-inflammatory effect for prevention of brain and heart attack and plaque rupture of heart attack rather than just clot prevention. In the ASPRI study, 
a 20% lower risk of new onset diabetes if you took low-dose aspirin. And another story, dementia risk rises as activity falls. Looking at it the other way, if you aren't sedentary for 10 hours a day, if you are active, get up out of the chair, listen to the podcast, this podcast as you walk, et cetera, or at least a little bit, that means that you have a 63% lower risk of dementia. Incredible. Those who sat around for 15 hours a day, 320% increase of dementia, or looking at it, if you were sedentary for 15 hours and start not being, and start being for less than 10 hours a day, you actually are lowering your risk of dementia by 320%. So get out of that chair and being active. The cancer death rate, this is a really important story. Although the cancer risk, the discovery of cancer has increased since 2010, the death rate has fallen by 33%. And what do we attribute that to? This is at Longevity is the next disruptor story, number two segment. It's immunotherapy. Thank Jim Allison and his work out of UC San Francisco and the continuing work out of Dana-Farber, et cetera. Dr. Allison is now at MD Anderson, I believe, but his work from UC San Francisco and from UC Berkeley and his willingness to go it alone. I told that story. It's in the Great Age Reboot book, but his willingness to pursue it and we can tell that story again someday, but his willingness developed immunotherapy, which has been a huge benefit in not just prolonging life, but in curing these cancers. You can't detect them anymore. Really remarkable work. Those are the main stories of this week that I wanted to cover. We can go over them again in quick fashion. Just to remind you, we are brought to you by Life's First Naturals, the makers of two things I take routinely, the True Biotic Probiotic, which really helps women especially, but also men, and the longevityplaybook.com. What else do they make? They also make bovine colostrum. You can go to the longevityplaybook.com in the library and see the reasons why. It's a great website. I'm really proud. It's really our best work. Key stories is colchicine is good for not only heart attack, but for not only gout, but also heart attack, as well as brain dysfunction. Aspirin not only decreases heart attack and inflammation in general, but decreases type 2 diabetes. And dementia risk rises greatly when you're more sedentary. And night owls are at greater risk of type 2 diabetes because there is a circadian rhythm to insulin resistance. And my favorite story, the wrist watch, if you will, or the wrist temperature that's detected by many of the wrist wearable devices is important at determining that is that wrist temperature and that Diurnal variation in it of 1.8 degrees is key to preventing disease 
Why? Well, it may reflect the activity of your immune system and the fact that it has its own diurnal variation. This has been 1169A. The A's are always the latest news of the week and what it means to you. Today's B guest is a wonderful one. I think the book's mistitled. It's called Recovery, but it has nothing to do really with opioids. It is about recovery from any illness, such as a heart attack or a stroke or cancer surgery, etc. It is The Lost Art of Convalescence. The title is Recovery. The author, a great author, Gavin, G-A-V-I-N, Francis, F-R-A-N-C-I-S, Recovery, The Lost Art of Convalescence. That's 1169B. Thanks very much for listening. We'll be back next week. We hope you are as well.